Hi, I'm Tom Coffin, CEO and President and Co-Founder of Simply Reliable Incorporated. Welcome to the Smartpreneur Podcast. What's a smartpreneur, you might ask? Well, a smartpreneur, in our opinion, is someone that focuses on working on their business, not just in their business. And our Smartpreneur Podcasts are designed to bring you some relevant information each week about your business and different parts of that business. It could be marketing, it could be workflow, it could be labor, uh, it could be business operations, many things that we'll talk about each week on the podcast. You can also check out our Smartpreneur blog at simplyreliable.com. And of course, our Smartpreneur podcast is brought to you by Simply Reliable, makers of Smart Office and Design Machine, the complete end-to-end -end solution for business process for systems integrators. So thanks for joining us today, and I hope you enjoy the show. This week on the Smartpreneur Podcast, we welcome Marilyn Sanford. Marilyn is a serial entrepreneur. She founded SmartFX. She founded LinkEdge. She's owned, grown, and sold with Scala, Connected Spaces, and Pacific Tech. And she's a Cedia Fellow. Please welcome Marilyn Sanford. Well, hi, Marilyn. Good to see you again. You too. It's been a while. It has been a while. Yeah. Uh, welcome back to uh, season two uh, uh, with uh, the Smartpreneur podcast. And we're happy to have uh, Marilyn with us again this year. She's got a whole bunch of uh, blogs and podcasts uh, throughout the year that we'll be uh, uh, publishing and, and also uh, uh, producing out there for you all to uh, enjoy. Uh, this week, uh, the Smartpreneur blog that Marilyn uh, put in uh, is called the corporate culture by design. So we thought we'd dive a little deeper into that and uh, get Marilyn's thoughts on uh, on some of this, um, uh, some of the culture issues that uh, that are out there. So first off, Marilyn, I, I think a, a great place to start would really be defining really what is corporate culture. Uh, so can you give a, our smartpreneurs a, a your view about what that really means? When it comes down to is your values, the values that you cherish as a business and that your employees understand and work to and live to. And I think what's really important is that even if you have not articulated what you feel are important values that you'd like to see your employees live to and, and respect as they do their work, even if you don't articulate them, they're inferred. So you have a chance here as you define your corporate values to create a really healthy culture. And one of the ways you can do that is to actually reach out to your employees and just start by asking, what do you think our values are? What would you define our culture as? It would probably be very insightful. Yeah. Great, great, great. Um, you know, this kind of all starts uh, with with maybe a new employee, you know, when you're when you're interviewing uh, uh, folks and you're you're adding to your um, your crew or your team, there a lot of times we we look at you know we, we want the superstar, want the really smart person, but you talk about in, in the uh, in the blog, uh, you know people look at skills or they look at uh, how smart the people are or the cultural fit. 
So in, in your opinion of those three, really where's the importance come down to? What's, what's the hierarchy? What are you looking for first? Cultural fit. Because if you have someone working in your firm who, let's say they're fairly egotistical and very, you know, you think, man, these guys got great talent. They've got great experience. They've been in the industry for a long time, but they actually don't gel. They don't work with your team. Then yeah. you, you can end up with some disruption, some unwanted and unnecessary disruption. And one of the uh, one of the analogies you and I talked about earlier was an orchestra or even a, a, a four person band. You, you can't have one player that plays outside of, of that intended piece of music, of the, the rhythm or the piece that you're trying to deliver. It's got to be it's got to be integrated. Years ago, I used to sing Madrigal and I would learn I had to hear everybody else singing at the same time because mm -hmm. otherwise I would be too loud. I would be I would disrupt the whole beauty of that Madrigal um, ensemble. And it's kind of the same in our businesses. It we is. We work together. It is great, 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 great analogy. <clears throat> well, talking a little further of, about um, about core values, uh, if, if, if you're listening to this and you haven't read the blog yet, uh, I encourage you to go check the blog out as well because, uh, Marilyn, you've provided a link on that blog. And yeah. It's a really cool article because it shares uh, something like 250 different core values. So I'm gonna set you up for the big question here, right? And I, I think I know where you might go with this. And I, I, I love this answer, uh, but uh, let's just go down this path. So out of all these great core values that are out there, what are your favorite top three? You know, I, I, I'm not gonna answer that because it's your values, it's your firm. And sometimes one, one of the things that, uh, that you and I talked about earlier, Tom, which blew me away actually, sometimes you make a mistake or you get something in your team that you weren't expecting. And I hired a guy years ago that was incredibly talented, just a, 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 a sort of a really humble kind of guy and, and good deep um, experience. And when I brought him in, I realized that he was actually, um, well, what, what you will read in the article is a deviant. He was a corporate cultural, pardon me, deviant. And what I mean by that is that he would bring out values from the other team because he would speak his mind and he would speak it in a really articulate, uh, well thought out way. Sometimes it's one or two words only, but man, they were powerful and punchy. And it actually got everybody playing it to their own tunes. They, 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 it was quite synergetic. And without that sort of, I'm going to call it a cultural ad, and you'll read about that as well, rather than looking at a cultural fit, without his sort of disruptive nature, I don't think we'd have accomplished close yeah. to what we accomplished as a team. Yeah, that can work quite well, right? Yeah, it can work quite well. Yeah. And Very sometimes, good. you know, sometimes there are little mistakes in the process, but but it worked. It really worked well. And you always have a corporate culture. That is the baseline. So you you will benefit and see tremendous uh, results from your team if it becomes express. If you embrace them, bring them in and actually start to define your corporate culture, your core values. Right. You know, the, kind of ending on that note, uh, when we were talking earlier before we got started with the podcast, you made a really good point that 
you've got a cultural, uh, you have a corporate culture, whether whether you participate in creating it or not. Uh, can you talk a little bit more uh, about uh, about kind of the dangers of not, you know, paying attention to it? Yeah, I, I, I can because the what will end up happening if you're not express is it will happen and it can be disruptive. So, you know, I actually go back to an experience in my firm um, years and years ago where I didn't realize there was one individual, um, an install individual who didn't like another member of the team and he wasn't respecting and he wasn't working with that member and he was creating hell for that other member. We we found out about it. We realized what was going on. We had to let the, the disruptor go. Um, yeah. But because we did a, had a commitment to core values, that did it did it did surface. We did see that, and and it was um, it was a very straight decision. It helped us make our decisions. So I think that's important. And I, I had also shared earlier with Tom um, in terms of your values. One of the values that a company had had was we're iconoclasts and innovators. And I uh-huh. thought, what the heck is an iconoclast? So I looked it up. It's a person who attra- who attacks or criticizes cherished vis- beliefs um, or institutions. It's a disruptor, and that was one of their core values. <laughs> I thought that was really cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, was, it's what they were looking for, not necessarily what what you'll be looking for. Right. You know, if you're a tech company and, and you're disrupt and disruptive uh, technology, you you need to be an iconoclast, otherwise. What yeah. can you do, right? That makes sense. Yeah. In the system integration business, maybe not the best yeah. person. Ever. <laughs> well, yeah. Marilyn, thank you so much for uh, for joining us today. Uh, Smartpreneurs, thanks for uh, for uh, tuning in, and we hope to see you next time on the Smartpreneur podcast. Uh, you can go to simplyreliable.com and watch all the previous podcasts, or you can catch us on any of your favorite. Uh, podcast uh, uh, apps, you know, Apple uh, Podcasts or Spotify or, or what have you. And don't forget to read the blogs. There's there's lots and lots of blogs up there at uh, SimpleRelable.com as well. Marilyn, thank you so much for uh, yeah. joining us today. Yeah. And we'll see you all again soon. Thank you.